Welcome to the Breezy Babies Podcast, where we talk about all things boobs, babies, and breastfeeding. This is episode four, More Milk Booster. I'm Bree, the IBCLC, and I made Breezy Babies with you in mind to help ease your transition into parenthood. Becoming a parent changes your life in every way imaginable. Bumps in the road are going to come up as you move into your new role, but my goal is to help smooth out those bumps and help you become the most confident parent you can be. With good education and support, I know you can meet your breastfeeding and parenting goals. Let's do this together. Hey mama, thanks for coming and hanging out with me today at my house today. Our AC is not working. We opened up windows and doors this morning to let in as much cool morning air as we could. And now in this little space that I'm recording in, I record this in my closet in my room. There is a huge fly that is banging around. So hopefully that won't distract me too much while I am recording this for you all. But I'm so excited to come and chat with you about another topic that I get so many questions about. And that is, hey, my milk supply is low. I don't feel like I have enough breast milk, what can I do to boost my supply? Now I am going to give you my top three tips on low milk supply, but these may not be exactly what you are expecting. So I am going to throw in a bonus where I talk about galactagogues, which is basically just a supplement or something you can take to help boost your supply. So hold tight, we'll talk about that at the very end, but first I wanna tell you about my top three tips when it comes to low milk supply. So my first tip for you is first, I want you to ask yourself, is your milk supply truly low? Now the reason that I want to talk about this is that a lot of times parents think that their supply is low when in fact, it's actually not, it's actually quite normal. So to start out, I want you to remember that your body works 100% on a supply and demand system. So what this means is that as soon as milk starts leaving your breast, exiting your breast, your body, as it's draining milk, says, hey, we are draining milk. That means we need some more. Let's start making some more milk and kind of starts dropping some more in the back end. If your body is not... Um, draining milk and your breasts are feeling full, that sends a signal to your body to slow down milk production. Now this is a good thing because um, we wouldn't want our breasts to become so full and so uncomfortable that we feel like we are about to explode. (laughs) Maybe if we didn't have this mechanism, which our bodies slow down production when we're feeling very full and engorged. I mean, maybe something would explode. I don't really know. I don't really care to find out. So I'm glad that our bodies are so smart and they know that when our breasts are drained, that means more milk. When our breasts are full, that tells our body to slow down milk production. So ideally our bodies are going to make the amount of milk that our baby needs during feeds. So an important thing to note is that if you try pumping with a breast pump, either right after you breastfeed your baby or in between feeds and you don't get a whole lot out, 
that really has little to do with how much your baby is getting at the breast. Your baby is always going to be more effective at removing milk than any breast pump can be. So if you're pumping little to none, um, especially after breastfeeding your baby, that's not a cause for concern. Um, there are other things that we look at to know that your baby is getting enough at the breast. Some of those things would be um, look at your baby's fists when she first comes to the breast. It's kind of like when you come to the dinner table and you're super hungry and you have tight fists and you're so ready to eat. And then as your belly starts to get more full, your fists kind of relax <laughs> and you sit back and, you know, start to get a little bit sleepy. It's the same way for your baby. When she first comes to the breast, she's going to have tight, tight fists and she's just going to be so hungry. And then as she starts to get some of that milk, she looks a little bit more milk drunk. You're going to watch her fists slowly start to open and slowly start to relax until she ends with that nice milk drunk look. So you're going to watch for your baby's fists when she is breastfeeding. Another thing I want you to look at is wet and poopy diapers. Whatever goes into your baby must come out, right? So on day one, all your baby has to do is one wet and one poopy. That's it. And she has met her quota. On day two, it's two wets and two poopy. On day three, it's three wets and three poopy diapers. And on day four, it's four wet diapers and four poopy diapers. Does that make it so easy to remember or what? Thank you, Mother Nature, for knowing what to do there. If your baby is having good wet and poopy diapers, then your baby is getting plenty to eat. Now, I know what you're saying. You're probably wondering about wet and poopy diapers after day four. So we usually like to look for at least six to eight wet diapers in 24 hours and at least three to four poopy diapers in 24 hours. And that would be normal until your baby is about six months old and starts um, introducing some solids into her diet. Another thing we look at is if your baby is following her own growth curve. Now it really doesn't matter if a baby down the road is in the 95th percentile and your baby's only in the fifth percentile, that really doesn't matter. All that matters is that your baby is gaining weight appropriately. All babies lose weight, by the way, in the first five days or so. Um, that's gonna happen for every baby, no matter how much you feed them, they are gonna lose weight. If it becomes more than a 10% weight loss, that's generally considered a little bit too much um, weight loss but all babies are gonna lose weight in those first five days and then they'll start gaining it back. And we generally like to see your baby get back to birth weight by about day 10 to about day 14. So most clients that I work with, their baby has a two week appointment with their pediatrician and they just like to double check that baby is back to birth weight at that appointment and then pass that following her own growth curve. If your baby is doing that, feel so confident that your baby is getting what she needs. We also look for moments of being awake and alert during the day and being inter interactive with you. So again, if you are looking at your baby's fists, you are watching for wet and poopy diapers, your baby's following her growth curve, has moments of being awake throughout the day, then guess what? your baby is right on track and getting the breast milk that she needs from you. Another important thing on this topic is that right after giving birth, um, your breasts 
start to feel a little bit more full as the days go on. And then from about day five to about day 10, it's really normal for your breasts to feel full and engorged all the time. And then after that, your supply starts to regulate a bit around week two and your breasts start to soften and not feel so full all the time. And a lot of times moms will come to me and say, oh no, my breasts were so full before and now they're feeling soft. My milk must be gone. No worries, your body has just figured out what to do. Your supply has regulated a bit and you're right on track. So no worries if your breasts are feeling a little softer after those first weeks or uh, first couple of weeks or so. Another thing I want you to know is that your baby taking a bottle of either breast milk or formula, either one, after breastfeeding is really no indication of your baby getting enough or not enough at the breast. I mean, think about yourself. If you had some free, fast-flowing food coming your way, would you really turn it down either? No, your baby's not going to either. So again, that is not necessarily an indication that your baby is not getting enough at the breast, even if she guzzles down a bottle right after breastfeeding. Now let's say that you have looked all all of these things that I just explained to you in tip number one, and you're saying, okay, Brie, but my supply is still on the low side. It truly is. So that brings me to tip number two, and that is that if you would like to boost your milk supply, the most tried and true way that works for every single mom to boost her supply is increasing breast stimulation. This goes back to the part where I was talking about supply and demand. When you remove milk from your breast, then that tells your body to make more milk. So what I mean by breast stimulation is you can feed your baby more frequently. You can pump more often. You can do some breast massage. You can hand express. You could attach your haka to your breast. Any of those things that are going to remove milk and drain milk from your breast is going to tell your body to make more milk. So for moms who are really um, struggling with their supply, a great thing to do is take off a day or two. Um, And if you're a working mom, this works great on a weekend, especially take two or three days and just Netflix and chill. (laughs) So what that means is that you just take the day off and you take your shirt off and you hold your baby skin to skin up against you and you offer the breast as much as possible and give your baby unrestricted access to your breast for the entire day. That is going to do wonders for your supply. If you would like tips on how to do things like breast massage and hand expression, no worries. Just hop on over to my Instagram at breezy babies. I have some highlight bubbles saved where I show you exactly how to do these two things. And trust me, they are important basics when it comes to breastfeeding. So you're definitely going to want to check those out. My third tip for you is girl, trust in your body chances are that you can do this. You can exclusively breastfeed your baby. Some studies show that only 1% of moms don't have what it takes to make enough breast milk to exclusively breastfeed their baby. And other studies show up to 5% of moms. But listen, only 1% to 5% of moms in the entire world 
don't have enough milk to exclusively breastfeed their baby. That doesn't mean they don't make any milk at all. It just means that some supplementing for those moms may be necessary. Now, those numbers are not very high. When you look at all the moms in the world, chances are that you and your supply are going to be just fine for your baby. Now, you might be thinking, well, my neighbor down the street, my sister-in-law, everyone that I've heard about said that they didn't have enough milk for your baby. Chances are that what really happened is that they did not trust in their body. Because what I see so ha- what I see happen so often is that a mom will start to question her supply and start to doubt it. And so baby will be supplemented away from the breast. And a lot of times a mom will not pump or hand express in the meantime. And remember, if you're not removing milk from your breasts, then your body says, oh, we don't need as much milk. Let's decrease production. And so then mom brings baby back to the breast again and supply has gone down. And then she ends up supplementing some more away from the breast. And it kind of starts this downward spiral to where baby's spending more time away from the breast and less time at the breast. And all of a sudden that poor mom is not meeting her breastfeeding goals. Instead of just putting her baby to the breast frequently and draining that breast as much as possible could have helped her actually meet her breastfeeding goals. Now you probably have heard that babies need to eat eight to 12 times in 24 hours. And that is true. That's a good rule of thumb to follow. Um, that works out to about every two to three hours your baby should be feeding. But that is honestly a great minimum. Other studies show that babies can feed as frequently as 16 times in 24 hours, and that's still completely normal. So especially in those first days and first weeks, just offer the breast as frequently as possible. And even down the road, um, especially if you are a working mom, you feel like your supply is decreasing, then when you are together with your babies, when you're reunited at nights or on weekends, just feed as frequently as possible. Give your baby unrestricted access to the breast and that will do the most wonders for your supply than any supplement that you could take. Now I did say that we'll talk about supplements and we'll get to that at the very end, but what I want to add to my third tip first is make sure you're taking care of yourself. You have to take care of your own body so that your body can take care of your baby. And honestly, in the end, your baby will get what she needs, but I just want to make sure that your body is not paying the price. So stay hydrated, drink to thirst. What I like to do is take my body weight in pounds and half it and drink at least that many ounces of water in 24 hours. If you're not sure if you're staying hydrated, you can just look at the color of your urine And if it's dark and concentrated, then try and drink a little bit more water throughout the day. Wherever you breastfeed or pump at, have your spouse or your partner set out a nice tall glass of ice cold water. Cause I find at least every time that I would breastfeed, I would get so thirsty. And a lot of times you're just sitting and hanging out anyway. So you might as well put that time to work and drink some nice water to stay hydrated while your baby's drinking as well. You can both drink at the same time, kind of like a little happy hour together. Make sure that you're also 
eating some good nutrient dense food. So nothing with empty calories. Um, just something as simple as eating a rainbow, getting fruits and veggies and proteins and fats. All that good stuff is going to really help your body take care of itself so that you can make great breast milk for your baby. Now, I will add there are moms in third world countries that really have hardly enough to eat at all and they still make, you know, plenty of breast milk for their babies. But I still do think it's important for you to fuel your body with good fuel so that you um, are able to make great breast milk for your baby. Okay, now I know this is the part that you're going to want to hear. This is probably the part of why you listen to this podcast because you wanted me to tell you the magic pill that you could take to make it so that you just had ample amounts of breast milk just flowing out everywhere. And I'm here to tell you, I'm so sorry, that there is no magic pill that works for every mom that is going to boost her supply. Now you may remember at the beginning of this podcast, I called these galactagogues. These are herbs or supplements that you can take that can boost your milk supply. Now the tricky thing with galactagogues is that there's not a one size fits all. It's really important if you have a lactation consultant that you're working with um, to just go over your health history, to look at things like your thyroid and blood sugar levels and all these sort of things to make sure that the galactagogue that you are taking is not going to cause any unwanted side effects. The most common one that I hear that is most well known is fenugreek. And I will say that is a common one that comes with a lot of side effects. So that's usually not my first go-to. Now, this podcast is not being hosted or paid by any sort of company. I wish it was. Maybe one day, you guys, we can grow this podcast to that level. Um, But this is not being advertised in any way. But there are supplements that I do love more than others. I like to look for companies that use good, clean ingredients, and I, there are some supplements that I love more than others. I would say one of the more common ones that I see working well for moms is called Moringa. And one website that I refer a lot of my clients to if they have questions about the finding the right Galactagogue for them is I really like the you guys, I can't even think of the names of companies when I'm talking like this. It is mother love. I really like mother love because they have a supplement guide on their website that helps you look through um, different things that you might be experiencing and helps you kind of, um, narrow it down to a supplement that will work well for you. There's others such as legendary, um, and dairy is D A I R Y. (laughs) But again, while I do refer clients to specific supplements based on their specific situation, again, the most important thing that you can do is increase breast stimulation. If you're not doing that, then even the fanciest best supplement in the world is not going to do the job for you if you don't take care of that first. So there you have it. Was this helpful for you? 
If so, I would love for you to leave me a review wherever you are listening to this podcast and tell me what you loved about it because it's all about serving you and giving you what you need on this podcast. So I love to connect with you through reviews and also on my Instagram or my webpage, breezybabies.com. I love to connect with you and continue to support you even outside of this podcast. There's one last thing that I want to leave you with before you go today, and that is trust in yourself. You know what to do. I'm just here to help educate you and help you give help you get some good information, but you have your mama's intuition, your gut that you follow when it comes to your own family and your own baby. And of course, I have to leave you with, you are strong, you are smart, you are beautiful, and you are a good friend to all. Have a great week. We'll catch you next time. 